Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome to It's a Thing. It must be Friday because it's time for the weekly podcast supported by you, where the things are turning, the things are dropping, the things are bubbling up, the things are brewing all around us. And we are here to curate them for you and only you. May I say, Ms. Mollywood, yes. uh, that like I- I'm always looking forward to doing the show. We always have a good time in the pre-show, hanging out with the Discord. But yeah. the moment you say, hi, I'm Mollywood, I involuntarily smile every episode. Oh, now I have a little goosebump, but I'm all happy. We are so it's lucky. It's just so fun. It is. It really is. I told, I texted these guys earlier today, Tom and Rich, and I was like, it's my favorite part of the day, 2 p.m. on Friday, when my weird little reminders that I've been setting on my iPhone start popping up <laughs> telling me <laughs> things, things, things. They're my things. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take a page out of your book and recommend a television show is my thing. Right oh, now. hey. And I, okay. I think I have some justification for it as well. Uh, but the show is Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso starring Jason Sudeikis. Oh, you know, I believe this may be a thing because several people have recommended it to me. Yes. Uh, and that, that kind of bolsters where I'm going with this. Uh, for those who don't know, the show is actually based on a series of NBC sports promos. So shouldn't have worked on paper. Like you're basing a television show on promos for soccer on NBC sports. Uh, the idea of the promos was that Jason Sudeikis was playing a college football coach from America in Kansas who gets hired to coach a British soccer team and he doesn't know anything about soccer. Ha right. ha ha. Right. Yeah. The show carries that premise forward, but in a way that was unexpected for me because you think, oh, okay, so they're going to make fun of the, you know, the the hick from Kansas and, and all the American tropes and he doesn't know anything about soccer and how dumb is he and all that stuff, <laughs> which they do play on that. They don't which avoid they that. Do. <laughs> but Ted Lasso himself is really smart. They didn't make him a dumb character. They didn't make him insensitive. They made him a really good guy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so so he like took his foot division two football team to the national championship. He knows how to coach players. And you see that right from the beginning where it's like, oh, he knows how to coach players. He knows how to coach these players, even though they're not, you know, U.S. college football players. He knows how to coach. He just doesn't know the game and he needs to figure out the you know that part of it and the culture so there's a lot of you know culture clash but the culture clash isn't like oh he'll finally figure out you know how to navigate the british culture it's more like oh yeah no i'm i'm just going to be myself and i'll fit in somehow right and both of those things the fact that he's he's not dumb that he actually does know how to coach and that he's not trying to change himself are key to making that whole thing work they were excellent decisions on top of that, 
there's a reason he took this job. They don't just be like, it's funny and that's it. Like they, they give you like a really deep reason. There's like it a is backstory. so heartwarming. Really? This show makes me proud to be an American. Like Aww. it's amazing. Uh, and so I said that a couple times. Like, watched the first episode, said something nice about Twitter, got a few people going, yeah, I kind of like this too. And then I caught up and watched, you know, all five episodes that they had out at the time, said something else about it online. And like a bunch more people were like, oh my gosh, me too. I love this show. It's exactly what I need right now. So, uh, so the fact that you're also hearing people like jumping in and going, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Yep. I think it's a thing. And not just you. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Huh. This is like, and it's one of those things that's on a streaming service that I don't have and I'm going to have to figure it out because dang it. But it's true. Like of all the things that have come out, this is the one and it was renewed, right? This is the one that people do seem to be. Yeah, they already ordered the second onto. season. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because like it's better than the real sports, which are just sort of dystopian and sad. <laughs> that might be part of it too. Uh, yeah. But you don't have to know anything about sports to enjoy it like right. there's it's not like you know hardcore on on the sporty sport part of it i mean if you just hate the idea of sports being in front of your eyeballs there there are <laughs> people playing soccer can't get away, away from that but, i really by but, the way i want a t-shirt that says hardcore on the sporty sport <laughs> please we really need a store awesome. we really need a store so bad since apparently we're never going to get to have the party hardcore on the sporty sport <laughs> guys <laughs> with a you know someone holding a racket ball racket or something uh but yeah ted lasso and 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 yes the reason that i i think it's become a thing is i'm not seeing a ton of marketing for it i'm seeing a little bit right uh but it seems to be getting as much grassroots word of mouth kind of spread as it is you know the apple spend uh and and when i've mentioned it online people jump in like people usually you know you mention something you get a few responses i get like twice the responses on ted lasso than i normally get that is fascinating well this is causing me to flip-flop the order of my things Ah. because my thing is also sporty sport related Uh aha in a way um do you follow rex chapman on twitter no i do not who is rex chapman well rex chapman is a thing on twitter i follow him he is, uh, he's just a really interesting dude with a really interesting backstory. He used to be a professional basketball player and, uh, he was with the Hornets, Charlotte Hornets, and then got addicted to opioids, mm-hmm. like got arrested for mm-hmm. shoplifting, has this whole crazy backstory. But any, any, he, he, now he's like a broadcaster for University of Kentucky basketball games and he's really, interesting and does a lot uh, about opioids and athletics but he is a thing on twitter and he's a thing because he posts all these like delightful videos he is literally like the best part of my day on twitter it's like a lot of animal videos a lot of fun tiktoks he's he he's (laughs) he kind of constantly like he'll post a you know post like a cute dog video and it always says like dogs bruh (laughs) <laughs> or it'll be like animals bruh or amazon bruh so the perfect tiktok exists and it's a turtle being unbothered swimming past an alligator totally <laughs> that's crazy and then like tons of dog stuff like he definitely is of the opinion that we don't deserve dogs i think he may have originated that you know like we don't deserve dogs mm. but what's so great about him is that i feel like since the pandemic started and partly because he's just so 
cheerful. And he's, listen, like he is not always cheerful. Like he campaigns heavily against Mitch McConnell because he's from Kentucky, right? Or he talks about uh, how opioids are such a scourge. Sure. But nine out of every 10 posts is just like something wonderful. And he has built this audience and he's he's at almost a million followers. But I swear to you that like two months ago, he was at like 500,000 followers. And I huh. don't even know how I came across him, but I've sort of started to notice that like anything that is cool, funny, or cute, I eventually see or see first from Rex Chapman. Therefore, I've decided he is a thing. And also, I keep finding myself saying, like, I say, like, whatever, whatever, bruh. Dogs, bruh. (laughs) Or the other day, I was like, mac and cheese, bruh. This is so great. He's just Twitter.com slash Rex Chapman. It's just R-E-X-C-H-A-P-M-A-N. All right. Yeah. He is just, he's outstanding. And when you're scrolling through his feed, he's really good at social media. So you'll see like the same post a bunch of times or people responding to him or whatever. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's just a delight. He is just a delight. He's he's following 16,000 people too. I guess that's part of the build up your audience. I guess he follows back. Yeah. It uh, Twitter tells me that Rex Chapman is also followed by gadget and Doug Woodson. Huh? I get, he is also followed by Preet Bahara, the ringer and 112 others you follow. So apparently he's big in my circle. (laughs) 53 others that I follow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I love him. And now you're going to start seeing him everywhere. Not just because you followed him, I think, but yeah. Thank you for uh, introducing me. It's this, delightful. This looks, this looks fun. Yeah, it looks yep. delightful. Exactly. He just, and we cheer need you that. right up. We need, we need that in your feed. Uh, curate your own feeds, folks. You yeah. know, if you're seeing some account that makes you outraged, even if you agree with it, if it just constantly makes you angry, maybe mute it or unfollow mm-hmm. it for a while to calm yourself down and follow it, somebody like Rex Chapman. It is okay to have just like wonderful dog content. And yeah. he always says, too, like there's one today where it's like a little girl, somebody taking a video of her baby daughter seeing a waterfall for the first time. And the little girl is looking at the camera. I mean, and she's probably like eight months old, just looking at the camera like, oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, this is the content that I'm here for. And I'm like, me, too, man. Me, too. Watch a little Ted Lasso. Read a little Rex Chapman. Sounds just like they'll be better to me. Feel good for a minute. Feel good. Speaking of people who make the world feel good (laughs) keanu Uh, reeves i mean seriously so bill and ted face the music movie came out last week uh keanu reeves we've mentioned as a thing before uh, on the show uh Mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. uh he turned 56 wednesday happy birthday keanu reeves (laughs) and now people are convinced that he is in fact a vampire yeah because he always looks the same (laughs) sure his hair changes he grows a mustache i don't know on what vampire rules are whether you can grow a mustache and shave it off and still be a vampire or not but not only do they have all these pictures of him going back to 1991 where it's like man he really does look pretty much the same in 2020 as he did in 1991 uh but also they have art from 1875 and 1530, like paintings of people who very much look like Keanu Reeves. Just saying, guys, just throwing that out there. They really do. Oh, my God. that's I had not seen is, that at all. That is incredible. Is Keanu Reeves our, our generation's Dick Clark? Maybe. 
Dick I Clark mean, was I, my mom's generation's Dick Clark. You know, he's, he was the guy who never aged. He's like almost even more ageless than Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's the other one. Yeah. Who never right. ages. Uh-huh. And it really uh-huh. is amazing. But yeah, now that I'm looking at these photos, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that looking at 1991, you're like, oh, he looks young. And then you look at 2017 and you're like, but only because the style of his hair is 90s. Uh-huh. Like, it's yeah. Not, like, oh, he know? looks the same. Other. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a little more beard now. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dang. OK, now we know. Especially the, the art, the art from the 1500s. We knew, we knew we too, like, that, that he was a vampire. Definitely can't I know. So, like, that's for sure him. Yeah. <laughs> We knew he was a thing. We did call. And it's so funny that you brought that up, too, because his birthday was a thing. Like, his birthday was oh, trending yeah. Yeah. the whole day. But now, next level thing. I think Vampire. I think it's a, you know, every once in a while, we have to reconfirm a thing. You know, we have to check in and, and renew its its thingness. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, he's a vampire. He's a vampire. <laughs> Like, that's just all there is to it. I don't, you can't chalk this up to plastic surgery because A, he's not that kind of guy. He wouldn't do that. And B, it just doesn't, it, plastic surgery doesn't look this real. I mean, at, at worst, the beard and the mustache are fake because vampire. You think they can't grow a beard? Well, I don't know. I don't yeah, know what the neither. rules really are. But I if they can't, know. you could just, you could just fake it, right? Wouldn't be that hard. No, not at all. That would be easy. Yeah. Way easier than Botox. <laughs> as an explanation for any of this it's not botox though because botox gives you that weird shiny forehead thing right no you yep. get and you get the pierced or the weird look and the lips and everything yeah no it's not botox amazing oh what a good what a good discovery and yet he's like the nice kind who's not murderous oh yeah also a, a good one to just kind of i don't know if following on social media gets you all of the keanu reeves but just he does good nice things i know <laughs> He's just a good dude. He's a really good vampire. He is. You heard the, the story about him like uh, driving people from an airport when they, they got laid over because they had they I think they landed in like Idaho or something or maybe it was in California, but uh, they, they landed at an airport that people weren't expecting to be at. And so a lot of people were renting cars and he's like, I'm running a big old SUV. Who wants to drive with me? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is amazing, guy. especially for somebody who I believe is somewhat of an introvert. Can you imagine? That is awesome. Yeah. It's just he's like, awesome. well, this is what we're doing. Oh, he's so great. Um, well, you know that one of my hobbies is shopping for things and that one of the things that I am constantly shopping for and never, ever, ever going to be able to buy is a house. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm getting to where I'm going with this, which is that uh, one thing that I have been noticing in all the staging is that wallpaper is back. Mm. Yes. Uh-huh. I've noticed this too. Like yep. wallpaper is now a thing because it's no longer that like pain wallpaper of the sixties, you know, that'll never come off. And, and it's, 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 is it better? Uh, well, now they have what I didn't know actually until just a couple of days ago when a friend mentioned it to me, cause she just rented a house that has a, big huge dining room mirror and she's like oh i'm just gonna cover it with temporary wallpaper and i was like whoa 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 what now so apparently that is the sub thing that goes with this thing there's temporary wallpaper which is essentially like a sticker like i was assuming it was just a little easier to put up and down i didn't realize it was temp i mean they have both so wallpaper overall is back and so people are definitely doing that 
the full on wallpaper thing. But then there's also this temporary wallpaper, which I think is probably the kind of thing you would. My guess is you'd want to do it in a smaller space because mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to get sure. the bubbles or have it look weird. Well, or whatever. if you've got a studio apartment or something and you just want to like make it make it look a little different and, right. and easily get your deposit back. At the and end. Exactly. <laughs> but yes, at wallpaper as a trend is for sure back, which I just find fascinating because it's like everything old is new again. And that I oh, love yeah. that it's so like America. <laughs> That we have to like, we're like, yeah, we can bring it back and we like the look and everything, but we're definitely going with the stick on kind because like, oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> so I think so, the stick on is probably the jam right now. Can you re- can you reuse the removable wallpaper? I doubt it. Even though it's removable, you can't put also, it Also, it's America. On. So when we make things easy, we also make those <laughs> things uh, appallingly disposable. Well, that that so, certainly has been the case, but you know, in this modern era, I could see somebody being like, you know, what'll make this sell even more, you know, make it environmental, make it recyclable. Hold on, I'm googling it. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm ducking it. Reusable temporary wallpaper, uh, removable. Mm, I think it'd be pretty sticky because I or tricky. <laughs> sorry, I was reading and talking at the same time. Maybe you could tell <laughs> sticky tricky. But you know, when you take a sticker off, like that's pretty. Okay, so it's removable, not reusable. Yeah, that's fair. That's, I'm still in. I'm still in for the wallpaper. I'm still in. And and Rich points out in our Discord that it is the natural evolution of the accent wall, which is totally oh, right. true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had and an I accent think, wall in our 2006 Oakland apartment. There you go. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think it just goes with like uh, the fact that Beatrice and names like that are coming back. Wallpaper Gertrude. and fancy handmade wallpaper. If you want to go that route, is a thing. Uh, crafted artisan, small batch wallpaper. Small batch artisan, handcrafted. <laughs> here's some. Here's a. Here's a story about a lister approved wallpaper. A a lister is a thing too. My goodness. Well, yeah, that always has been. But yes. Influencer. So there you go. If you're putting your house up for sale and doing some staging, get the temporary kind. Temporary wallpaper or. Regular wallpaper. Or regular wallpaper. Wallpaper is a thing. thing. Looks great. Probably gluten-free. App order. could be. Very well. (laughs) Very well could be. All right. Let's get to some things that you have sent us. Thank you for sending them to feedback. And it's a thing. Me, Sean, has a potential thing. Hello, Molly and Tom. I think podcast books are becoming a thing. 99% Invisible, How I Built This, and Stuff You Should Know are all advertising companion books. Oh, Tom. Totally. Wow. Good catch, Sean. I had not even identified this, and yet you are completely right. Yep. I'm going to give that a the thing up. The thing, yes. Alice, Allison Sheridan, uh, who does the Nasillacast podcast, but also Taming the Terminal, where they learn how to use command line programming and stuff, uh, put, put Taming the Terminal out as a book recently. It's totally a thing fascinating i love yeah. it it's a uh, it's a, like what we used to call transmedia it's just yeah. crossing the yeah from podcast to book right, that's so great that's a, a really great spot to sell our shirts and, and we're we gonna need, need a book, book. <laughs> okay got it dude our book could just be like a, a re, like a quarterly catalog you yeah oh i was thinking uh it's it's definitely the kind of thing you're gonna see at urban outfitters like mm-hmm. 437 things yes 437 yeah. things that are things and it's mainly yeah. just like it's like photos the whole thing catalogs mm-hmm. as that portrait yeah. oh man 
we are going to have to do this. We're going to need a book deal. Oh, we're going to be so busy. Oh, well, we have a photographer on staff. Mm, we do. Wedding Kevin, uh, speaking of things that we're going to now have to shop for, Kevin is here with a new butter thing and also potential mm. taste test. Greetings, Thingmeisters, longtime Patreon, first time thinking. What a wonderful break from my first weeks of teaching. Almond butter and cashew butter, amateur. Cookie mm. butter, old news. Nutella, how quaint. Enter, says Kevin, the granola butter. Okay. I think this is in pre-thing phase. This might simmer for a few weeks, but apparently it's now going mainstream at that large organic grocery store after only being at World Market. Mm. It comes in vanilla chocolate, blueberry, <laughs> original, and the fall flavor that shall not be named. The ingredients are modestly healthy. It adds texture and flavor, and you might just find yourself eating it straight out of the jar. Exact words from Victoria over here. Thanks for always thinging the heat, says Kevin. <laughs> thinging the heat is my favorite thing ever. That is amazing. But also Spreadable granola, granola 100% nut-free. Uh-huh. Well, what is it? What is in it? Just actual granola. I'm it's looking got this up. Uh, rolled oats, maple syrup, flax, and olive oil or coconut oil. Or what both. would you spread it on? spread it on like a banana yeah on toast wow yeah i guess toast, so i guess <laughs> i have a lot of questions so i get it now the flax and the rolled oats get you know smushed up and they make the paste right <laughs> they're not whole anymore they're like if you if you overcook right mm-hmm. then you put the oil in to give it the the peanut butter consistency and the maple syrup for a little more consistency and the sweetness. Oh, All right. I, I can see get, maybe I how it works. was an incredible slow burn over here, which is that it's because it's no nuts. Okay. Nut Sorry. Yeah. Really slow burn for like people who can't eat nuts. Yeah. Granola oh, butter. This is a good one. I good one. Kevin. Get it. That is a really uh, good find and I've never heard of it. And I feel like now I'm going to start seeing it everywhere. Oh, yeah. This is uh, this is the Bader Meinhof effect of groceries mm-hmm. is going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. Joe shared a link on Discord proving thingness. Uh, gardening is so much a thing that Bloomberg is writing about which gardening choices increase home values. Oh my god! <laughs> that so we're is not amazing. just talking landscaping here. We're talking like the whole thing. Wow, that's fascinating. I wonder what the you know. I wonder how much the. Uh, I wonder how much the, what are they called? The big tubs, you know, the metal tubs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The increased troughs. value over time, the troughs. Gardening. Um, heaven help us. Okay. And then another Jay Martin wrote in about other animal cams, which is hilarious. Catching up with the latest episode, re-animal cams. My wife and I have been watching Cornell Lab of Ornithology's bird cams for years now. They have all kinds, watching all kinds of birds in Texas, Panama, and elsewhere. All about birds.org slash cams. We primarily watch the sapsucker woods feed. The We're all going to become gardening <laughs> bird great. watchers. Oh, this is amazing. Well done. Another Jay Martin. I just, I all just right. clicked it and it's so relaxing. Oh, Don't I'm going to do this. asleep yet. We still so have the great. shout outs. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, this, is, <gasps> this is awesome. I love the shout outs. The shout outs this week from our producer, Rich, are based on the names 
of roller coasters. <laughs> I feel like we really need a sound effect for this. Like, ah! Anyway. Yeah, the, the best uh, I have is for <laughs> 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 my previous shout out. <laughs> Oh, uh, not quite though. Not quite. All right, here we go. And then we have to look up where all they are because my boyfriend is convinced that all the good roller coasters in are, are in Ohio and he always like argues with me about it. And we had to look it up and apparently like a lot of them are, which I didn't know. But anyway, here we go. Kevin Sill, Le Monstre. Eric Duncan, Colossus, Kampf der Giganten. Jake Woods, The Smiler. Oh. Gabrielle Cohen, Intimidator 305. <laughs> that one's got to be in Ohio. Brad Sparks, Top Thrill Dragster. Andrew Wyatt, Mind Blower. Mike Akins, Python in Bamboo Forest. <laughs> That's so scary. Why is the python in the bamboo forest? I know, it's terrifying. Let's see. <laughs> Le Monstre is in Montreal. Montreal, of course it is. I think that Intimidator one, all the one I with bet the Colossus might be in Germany. Dude, look, this is what happened. There he is, producer Rich from Ohio. In the already, he's like Cedar Point. Yep, <laughs> that's where they all are. <laughs> so this is so now we know it's like all coming together. Of course, Rich had to do roller coasters because it's an Ohio thing. Yeah. All right. All comes back around. This is amazing. And, and thank you, by the way. The shout outs go out to those of you who support us at the shout out level on Patreon at patreon.com slash it's a thing. We are so grateful to all of you who support us at any level uh, and to all of you who listen to the show. Really, it is like our weekly moment of joy. You can also email us your things. Keep them coming, folks. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.